This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, October 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Storage needed for recharge. FDA signs agreement with California. GOP counters 30 by 30. And USDA to measure CRP climate impact. ISOM. To recharge aquifers, more surface storage is needed. The Newsom administration has been investing in flood-managed aquifer recharge to add more water storage without constructing new reservoirs. Farmers have also been considering on-farm recharge projects. Yet Roger Isom, president and CEO of the Western Agriculture Processors Association, says an important component is missing from the strategy. The bottom line is that doesn't work if we don't build the storage set ISOM during a webinar this week for the Maddie Institute. Recharge typically happens during flood events, which delivers too much water too quickly, he explained. More storage capacity and more infrastructure for recharge would allow water managers to instead meter that water out over time to strategic locations. ISOM called for constructing Temperance Flat and expanding Shasta and San Luis reservoirs to support such efforts. FDA signs mutual reliance agreement with California. California and three other states have signed agreements with the FDA to reduce foodborne illnesses. The mutual reliance agreements help the state and federal governments avoid duplicating efforts on regulatory oversight and to prioritize higher-risk areas. Michael Rogers, an FDA Assistant Commissioner for Human and Animal Food Operations, says a strong integrated system is essential to a safe food supply. The partnerships will lead to more data sharing, lab capacity, and outbreak investigations. Attorneys at Morgan Lewis cautioned the agreements could actually result in more headaches for the industry. Among the issues they point out, the arrangement could lead to more inspectors from state officials who have different priorities from the FDA. House Dems struggle to cut spending plan. Democratic congressional leaders are under pressure from progressives to fund as many social programs as possible as the Build Back Better plan is pared back. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said yesterday that discussions are continuing about what to fund. The fact is that if there are fewer dollars to spend, there are choices to be made, she told reporters. Why it matters? Well, those choices will determine the fate of the ag provisions in the package, including the $28 billion earmarked for conservation funding. During an interview with MSNBC, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said lawmakers need to include some funding for child nutrition programs, but he steered clear of offering any advice on how much. The $3.5 trillion package approved by the House Budget Committee includes $35 billion for child nutrition. Secretary Vilsack said at whatever level Congress ultimately decides, we want to make sure that nutrition is a part of the Build Back Better strategy. You can check out the weekly AgriPulse newsletter for more on the reconciliation bill and how ag groups are responding to the intra-party negotiations. Crop inputs threatened by supply chain disruptions. A farm state senator worries that supply chain disruptions will continue to have a big impact on farm input prices in the next spring. 
One of the biggest issues is, quote, the fact that you can't even get a price on anhydrous ammonia that some farmers want to apply in the fall. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa speaking to reporters yesterday. Speaker Pelosi yesterday called the supply chain disruptions a global issue, quote, because there's obstructions in other countries preventing products from getting to the U.S. She was responding to a question about whether President Biden should loosen restrictions on work hours at ports. We have more in this week's newsletter on the impact of supply chain disruptions on ag input costs. Republicans offer a 30 by 30 alternative. Congressional Republicans are out with their alternative to the Biden administration's 30 by 30 plan, which is aimed at conserving 30% of U.S. land by 2030. The GOP plan eschews the administration's preservationist approach in favor of fighting invasive species and thinning overgrown, diseased, and infested forests and restoring forests after fires. We believe the best way to do this is not simply through more funding, but through thoughtful, deliberate improvements to existing programs, systems, and processes, removing regulatory burdens, blocking responsible management, and leveraging the expertise, resources, and collaboration of private and public partners, the plan says. The plan calls on federal agencies to streamline environmental reviews and permitting processes and to monitor landscape health to determine if land management objectives and health standards are being met. Now, take note, President Biden's 30 by 30 plan is aimed at sequestering carbon and reducing greenhouse gas emissions. The GOP plan, which is signed by 13 senators and 27 House members, mentions climate change only in passing. USDA invests $10 million to measure CRP carbon outcomes. Farm Service Agency spending $10 million to measure and monitor soil carbon on land enrolled in the Conservation Reserve Program. The data quote will help USDA better target CRP practices to achieve continued climate wins across environmentally sensitive lands while strengthening our modeling and conservation planning resources for all producers. That FSA Administrator, Zach Ducheneau. The data will be used to improve models such as Descent, which stimulates the movement of carbon and nitrogen. Descent results are used in the National Greenhouse Gas Inventory. The data will also strengthen the Comet Farm and Comet Planner tools that allow farmers to evaluate the impact of practices on greenhouse gas emissions. Here's today's She Said It. Drought on steroids is the way to think about it. That Ellen Hannock, an economist at the Public Policy Institute of California, describing the dry conditions this year during the Maddie Institute webinar. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, October 13th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.